0: Welcome to the Unfiltered Coach Podcast. I am your host, Landon, and I'm here with Laura. And today, we're going to dig into the truth about your ideal client avatar. Really excited to dig into this today. We're going to discuss why this is actually important within your business and then we're also going to just talk about you know the most common mistakes that we see people making when they're going through this process but before we dive in if you enjoy the podcast if you enjoy what we're putting out please leave us a review on iTunes it really helps support us get this message out to more people and we would just truly appreciate if uh, if you'd be able to leave us a review but you know without further ado let's get on with today's show
1: yeah i'm excited this is an exciting topic because because we get so many questions about this and we see such paralysis in new coaches around this in particular. So I'm excited to clear up a lot of the misconceptions and get people on their way so that they can actually start attracting the clients that they spend way too long planning about, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I would like to start with you know why this is actually important. Now, you know, the ideal client avatar is something that with all of the new clients that we work with in the Momentum Lab, you know, we walk through this process. But, you know, I think some people completely overlook the process of, you know, thinking or caring about their ideal client avatar. And I completely see where they're coming from. You know, a lot of people think you shouldn't overcomplicate the process and you should just really dive in and just start working. Mm -hmm. And I completely see where they're coming from. But I think that traditionally i think people are thinking about this process with the you know the wrong thought process initially when it comes down to the ideal client avatar what do you think
1: yeah i think so too i think that a lot of the time more often than not people are just scared to do it because it feels daunting and they have no idea where to start, mm-hmm. right? I think more so than just avoiding it because they don't want to, it's just that they don't know how. Because there's enough people, let's be honest, talking about it online now that everyone has heard of this by now. Yeah. Everyone knows it's something they should be doing, but that doesn't always mean it's something we take action on. Mm-hmm. But you know, even when people start taking action on this and start going down the path of trying to figure out who it is they're actually speaking to, they're going about it a little bit wrong and through the wrong lens, I find. Yeah, You know, I think a lot of people or a lot of new coaches think on the surface, I need to identify my ideal client avatar because that's how I'm going to know who I'm going to accept as clients. And that's actually completely wrong. Like you're not figuring this out so that you know who you're going to accept as a client and who you're going to turn away. That's not the point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right? I think that really, you know, well, actually, you know, why don't we talk about the the most common mistakes first then? Cuz you kind of started walking Sorry. down no, <laughs> you started walking down that path, but I think it's great. I think people are they're looking at it through the wrong lens. Yeah. And especially with new coaches, you're probably not going to turn away clients. You shouldn't. In the early stages of your coaching career. Yeah, totally. So this isn't a filter of who you are and aren't going to work with. And I think like you said, and what you were alluding to, that's one of the big reasons people, I think, don't do it because, or they have, you know, they struggle with it because they're afraid to not work with someone. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, when you walk them through the path of, this process isn't to say who you're not going to work to. It's to speak to who you're, you would like to work with. But if just like yourself, you speak to women, Mm -hmm. you know, all of your, your language, your verbiage, everything is speaking directly to females but you still work with a lot of male clients.
1: Yeah, 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 totally. I think that it's really important for people just to understand that this process, and we'll walk you through a little bit of it today, but this process isn't to say, I'm only working with these people, I'm only accepting these people into my roster. If they don't fit this perfect avatar, I'm not working with them. That's the worst thing you could do. You know. And, and we'll get into why this is so important in a few minutes here, but understanding how you're speaking to your audience is the whole point, right? And you may not understand this right now, but in how you're crafting your message to your audience, it's more about connecting emotionally with someone than it is about like how much money they're making or what what race they are, or what gender they are, or where they're from, or, you know, what their job is or any of these surface level traits, right? It's more about how you can connect with somebody on an emotional level and really peeling back the layers in that frame.
0: Yes, exactly. And I actually really want to dig into that a little bit, just a little bit later on, kind of how we should be interpreting those surface level traits Mm -hmm. and what we should be extrapolating from that information. Yeah. But I think one of the things that I see is people struggle in the process of trying to make it Perfect. Yeah. So the people that do take this on, it's very common that they try and perfect their client avatar to the point of it impedes them from taking action and impedes them from moving forward within their business. Yes.
1: Yes. I was having a conversation with someone online the other day and she was asking for help with her I help statement. You know, we've all seen these on Instagram. I help so and so with whatever. Right. And it's a really great way to just quickly tell someone what you do and who you work with. We all kind of need some version of that in our Instagram bio, in our Facebook bio, etc. But she was so obsessed with making it perfect that it was weeks before I was like, okay, you got to work with me on this because this is stopping you from actually taking action. And I think that it's kind of almost a safety net for people because it's almost like permission to not do the hard shit yeah. until you figure this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't you know, DM people. I can't yeah. launch my program. I don't even know who, what my avatar is yet. Do, 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 right? Yeah. And then they just kind of prolong that process. The problem with that is, is you're never going to have it perfect. So you can literally prolong that process as long as you really want to mm-hmm. and as long as you're willing to let fear stop you from actually putting yourself out there. Yeah.
0: We can find, you know, so many excuses to stop us from taking action yeah. in our business if we really want to. Yeah. And what I just want to outline is this is going to be dependent on where you're at in your coaching career, what stage you're yeah. at in the game. If you're at stage one, you are just transitioning into your online business. And this is different. You could be doing stuff in person, but you're just getting into the online stuff or you're just starting up and you're just starting online. This is going to be more of who you would like to work with. Who is your dream client? Mm-hmm. Because you might not have worked with anybody before. Mm-hmm. So you might not know all of the answers yet. And that's totally okay. Yeah, You just need to start get a good draft of this out and understand you're going to iterate this many times. Yeah. And this is compared to if you've been in the game for one, two, three, five, ten 10 years, your approach to this is going to be different. And I highly recommend that regardless of how long you've been in the game for, you revisit this periodically to refine your message mm-hmm. because who you serve evolves, mm-hmm. how you serve evolved. And that's why you need to revisit this. And if you've been doing this for a while, and you've worked with tens or hundreds of clients, you can really solidify this Because you know exactly who you're speaking to and it is your ideal client. Whereas when you're starting, I feel it's more of your dream client.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really like that perspective. And it's true. You know, especially in the beginning, you, you don't know, like how could you, you haven't worked with anybody yet, you know, and if you're transitioning from in-person to online, your ideal client is totally different
0: mm-hmm, absolutely
1: right So understand that there is going to be a growth phase in yourself as a coach and in who you're serving and how you're targeting them and how you're speaking to them in the online space right And I think that it's really it's really key to understand and this is this is a big aha moment that I give a lot of people where when you're trying to figure out who your ideal client is, You're all going to start on the surface Mm -hmm. and 90% of you are going to say, if you're women are going to say, I want to help empower women, break free from fad diets and lose weight successfully for good. Like that is the surface level answer I get every single time without a doubt. That's it.
0: If that's your statement, send us a DM with a screenshot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's like 50 people going fuck right now. It's okay. Like that was mine too. Seriously, that was mine. But the reality is you are going to speak to your audience very differently than all of the rest of the people with that specific avatar. That's also not your avatar. Like that is the surface level. That's what they tell you. You have to get in their heads. And the way you do that is by reflecting back on yourself. Because remember, I don't remember what podcast it was we, we did this topic on, but you normally become the coach that you wish you had at some point in your life in some way, shape or form, right? So why are you a coach right now? Why is this important to you? What led you down this path? Inside of your story is really who you're going to serve, right? So, And that's also how you're going to set yourself apart, Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you're developing your avatar, reflect back on yourself because chances are some of your personal stories, some of your personal characteristics, emotional journeys, whatever that you've experienced in your life is going to come through. And that's how you speak most authentically to your audience. Yeah.
0: I think that's great. And I think when you are your ideal client, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit simpler to go through the process. Yes. However, there's, for example, a lot of men that help women mm-hmm. or, you know, for your, just like yourself, you helping a pregnant woman, yeah. you don't necessarily know if that was your ideal client. It's not your ideal client, but if it <laughs> was, you can't speak to them quite as directly. Right. So especially if you're just brand new, you might just simply have to, you know, do the the thing of asking people you know and like you can run <laughs>
1: conversations yeah
0: you can run you know we, we walk people through how to run an ask campaign to get that information yeah. but I think the biggest thing I want you to take away from this is it doesn't need to take it doesn't need to be perfect your client avatar should not hold you back from taking action this process should take you know a week max, you not know not even do like a day. A day to a day to flesh it out, sleep on yeah. it, review it the next day, yeah. and move forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: would say you should at least run through the exercise twice because you're gonna do it and then you're going to need to peel those layers back. Yeah. Every single person we have to do a client avatar, we tell them to dig deeper. Yeah. And ask themselves why a few more times. Yeah. That's why we're revamping our process to walk people through it. Yeah. So the first time they go through it we're walking them through it a little bit deeper, but that's what you need to do. And then understand you will revisit this and you will iterate this throughout it, but it should not stop you from taking action. Yeah,
1: and I think that's a perfect segue into why this is important. Mm -hmm. And you had sort of touched on peeling back the layers and digging deeper. What does that actually mean? You know, when when someone first comes back with their first iteration of their avatar, it's all surface level stuff, like I just said, right? I want to help people lose weight who've been, stuck with fad diets and restriction for years and are sick of it, whatever. That's the surface level that we get back and we say, okay, why? And then why again? And then why again? Like, what are their pains? What are their fears? What are their desires? Why is that painful for them? Why are they scared of that? Why do they really want that? And then again, okay, now why is that their reality? Why are they really afraid of that thing now? Take them down that path because that's when you really get into their head it's fucking hard. Like we've done this exercise so many times Mm -hmm. and it gets easier each time, but it's still really hard to imagine what these people are thinking, Yeah. right? But I think that's where you start to create the structure for your unique messaging, for your unique voice and for your content plan.
0: Yeah, and I think we developing and refining that process comes down to paying attention to market feedback, what people are telling you. Yes. you know what you hear on sales calls and we walk we have, you know, exercises that walk people through that as well, but the questions on the surface and like the start of a client avatar are simply meant to be thought provoking. Mm-hmm. So, it's in a sense when you say my ideal client is between 20 and 35 and blah 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 blah, we have to realize that on one hand, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The the simple fact of how old they are doesn't matter unless you are running paid advertising and mm-hmm. you can filter based on serving, you know, ads to people within that age range. Yes, that's very important. But why that is important is because now you start to get into their head mm-hmm. of, okay, what is The barriers, obstacles, and desires of a 20-year-old. Yes. You know, they're going to have different obstacles and be wanting to accomplish different things than somebody that is 50. Yes. Somebody that is male is going to have a different internal dialogue than somebody that is female. Yes. They're going to have different language based on how old they are. You know, we know that even from a platform perspective of social media, the people using Instagram are younger versus the people using Facebook are older. Mm -hmm. So all of these questions are simply meant to further our exploration of who we're trying to speak to. Yeah, and how. Exactly. So knowing their job doesn't necessarily isn't you're not going to start speaking to specifically nurses but now you're going to start to understand that okay well this career probably has them working a lot of overtime, working split shifts, working long hours, working nights. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, those types of people are going to have different struggles than somebody who is a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. So then you can start to structure what those struggles are, pulling that information from their demographic, their age, their gender, their career. So it's those things on the surface don't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. You have to dig into how that structures all of the other questions within your client avatar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I really like how you explained that. It's, it's really important to understand that because if you don't go to that depth, it feels really frustrating. These exercises, it's like, okay, cool. So I know that Sally's a nurse and she's 25 and she has three kids and blah, 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 blah. How does that help me? well, you didn't go deep enough. That's why it feels frustrating. That's why you didn't get any value from that. So really, like you just explained it perfectly, just taking that surface level information, titrating it down into their real struggles, their real fears, their their real frustrations, and then getting in their head about what they really, really do desire. Because let's be real, it's not just weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. We all know that by now. We all read enough online to know that everybody is not just chasing that scale number. Everybody's talking about it. But here's the deal. Everyone's talking about it on the surface level. You need to get into your client's head and speak to them where they're actually at in their little internal voice that they're not saying to anyone. Because if you can tell them what they're thinking, they're going to trust that you're the one who can also give them the result that they're seeking.
0: Exactly. And it's so important. I was reading a sales page from a course I was looking to to take. And as I read the sales page, I understand marketing Mm -hmm. and I'm reading it thinking, holy shit, this is very well written because the more I read, the more I want to sign up. Yeah. And that is what your ideal client avatar helps you do. It provides the answer to the question of what do I post? Mm Mm-hmm. You answer that question when someone says, oh, I'm just not sure what to post on social media. Well, go back to your client avatar and speak to overcoming their struggles, speak to overcoming their obstacles, mm-hmm. teach them what they need to do to achieve their goals. You know, those are the questions that we need to answer for them.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And also, one thing just to touch on as well this also helps us identify where to find our ideal clients. (laughs) That
1: was my next point, actually. (laughs) So this
0: is going to go, that helps us in the client attraction and client generation side of our business. But if we know that, you know, they have certain careers, maybe those people hang out certain places online. Mm -hmm. They read a lot of blog, you know, if they're, you know, moms. Well, they're probably reading mommy blogs, which like, so, so, you know, getting, you know, doing guest posts and writing for those publications could be a good plan. If they're very young, making sure you have probably an emphasis of your content strategy is probably going to be targeted towards platforms within that demographic. Mm -hmm. If they're older, you know, probably if they're, you know, 55 year old females, they're probably not on Instagram, but they're probably looking at pictures of their grandkids on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So this also helps, you know, craft that part of what we're doing as well. But I think one of the most important things is it allows us to create resonance with our content because then we can speak directly to that person, their struggle, what they need to learn. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you just pull back. This is what we're this is their barrier. This is why they're struggling with it. And how are you going to help them overcome it? Because when they're looking at your stuff, all they're thinking of what is in it for me? Yeah. Why should I care? Yeah. How does this help me? Yeah. Yeah. You can't create content for yourself. You have to create content. For them.
1: Yeah. And I think the most simple way to explain how to do that, because it, it feels frustrating to go, okay, cool. I know their pains. I know their frustrations. I can write to that, but no one, still nobody's engaging with me. Like that's because you aren't connecting the dots for them. You're assuming that they're smart enough to know that when you talk about a pain, they understand that you can solve that pain for them. They're not, they can't connect that dot. They're just consuming. You have to connect those dots for them. So the way you do that is speak to the pain, tell a little story about it. How how do you know what they feel like? Like what's your personal experience with that? Have you worked with a client who experienced that before? Tell a little mini story Figure out what their desire is, what their true desire is, and connect those dots for them inside of your content. Mm -hmm. What is it that you are offering that can get them from that pain to the desire that you spoke to them in words that they understand? Exactly. Right?
0: And that's why it's so important to identify who this person is. And we see this a lot with industry professionals
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where they're speaking to their peers, but their ideal client is not a peer. It's so an
1: ego play. Yeah.
0: So we see this a lot with, you know, trainers and nutrition yeah. coaches. If you are trying to work with your peers, yes, then you should sound science You should be using that language mm-hmm. in your content because that's what they're going to relate to. But when you're using that and you're using all of these scientific terms, but you're trying to help a general population or a lifestyle client – you're
1: scaring them away. They're
0: not going to understand. No. They're not going to they're not going to relate to what you're doing. No. You're just simply exactly it's an ego. It's your ego that's trying to impress your peers.
1: Yeah, and we know this cuz we did this. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right? And we
0: see this a lot and yeah. it's you know it comes into the comparison, what is that person going to think? And you have just have to realize one, they don't care. Yeah. Two, you shouldn't care. Yeah. They're not going to pay you for shit.
1: Right. Exactly. And if they're judging you for that, they're judging you no matter what. So you better just like push your ego aside and start dumbing it down so that your ideal client can actually understand what you're saying to them so that they understand that you are the person to help them with their problem. And so that you can actually start to have a real connection with these people and start to create community and a movement around your message. You can't do that if people read your shit and get instantly bored or just like tune you out because they don't understand immediately. Remember what people's attention spans are. You have to make it so easy for people to understand what you're saying to them. Otherwise they're gone. Like if I start reading a post and I don't understand what somebody's talking about, I'm gone. I'm not going to sit there and try and like, da Vinci code it to figure out what I'm supposed to take from it. No, you've lost me. I'm not interested. Right.
0: Yeah. And you just, just understand that this is an iterative process. Think of it like a funnel. When you first start, it's going to be wide and you're simply going to just get finer and finer and finer tuned to who you're speaking to. Yeah. So don't stress if it's not perfect. Yeah. Don't stress if people don't resonate 100% with everything you put out in the beginning, because yeah. all you need to do is pay attention to what the market is telling you. As you get you know more fine-tuned with who you're working with, you just simply fine-tune this process. Yeah. Iterate this process and that's how you're going to ultimately create success with your content in the future.
1: And I think like my last point to that and something that I was really horrible at for many, many years, and I remember you were on my ass for it and I just never did it because I was lazy, if I'm being totally honest, is documenting this, you know, like document conversations. If you notice you're getting the same question every single day. You better write that shit down and you better put a piece of content up about it. That's actually why we're doing this podcast episode right now, because we get so many questions about this topic in particular, right? We're speaking to you where you're at. You know, we're not like speaking over your head 10 steps down the road about how to utilize your avatar in like a marketing plan for the launch of a program, like, no, we're, we're helping you where you're at. So you need to do the same thing for your clients and understand that where they are is a lot more simple than where you want them to be in the future. Like you have to lead them down the path. Exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: you have to take them from their current situation to their desired situation. Yeah, yeah. You can't just speak to their desired situation yeah. and expect them to get there them- themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Exactly.
0: All right, so if you would like to get more hands-on, we review a lot of client avatars for all of our clients within the Momentum Lab. Head on over to momentumlab.community if you want to join the community free. We are in there every single day doing live trainings and providing as much value as we can. And you know what? I just want to throw it out there if you take a screenshot of your I help statement and tag me in it, I will help you refine that in probably, you know, 5 minutes, just giving you a <laughs> fresh set of eyes and a fresh perspective on it.
1: Yeah, I love that. We would love to see you guys in there.
0: All right, talk soon.
1: Bye for now.